0: I would like to procure the bag. I
1: want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse store man. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey. Hey. Give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. And that's
0: when I told him, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that sounds good. How about you?
1: And that's when I told him, shut the fuck up. But it's true. I mean, some of these people do need to shut the fuck up. Scabs. Scabs. Uh, Well, okay. Scabs
0: on my knees and scabs on my ankles, scabs (laughs) on my face and scabs on my... Yeah. There's a
1: lot of (laughs) scabs today. Give me know, one you know, margarita. You know, I'm a scabber. <laughs> <I'm a> scaven- <laughs> it looks like I
0: fell off a skateboard because I'm scabby today.
1: Yeah, truly. I Actually, mean,
0: I'm not scabby at all.
1: No. So, like, what I was gonna say earlier is like, I I love this movement of the of the masses. Yeah. that are kind of really fed up, sick and tired of <clears> celebrity <throat> bullshit. Yes. I think Oprah kicked it off with her. Give me ten million dollars to give to the people of Hawaii, even Ooh-ey. though she could absolutely afford that herself. Yep. Uh, I think it is also Ashton Kutcher and by proxy Mila Kunis with that whole situation with Danny Masterson. By proxy, she was in that
0: video where she's like, "We have always her eyes well, open, we have always stood no." By but the I blah, blah, blah. I
1: heard a really really good breakdown of that film by someone who does like PR and casting. Okay, and I want to talk about that because I think oh it's my really god. Interesting. But then also now we have Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore <laughs> who are just crossing picket lines left and right as, as if they don't matter to them, and everyone. Is sick and tired of these rich people's bullshit. It's spin. and it, it's not rich bitch behavior. No, it's really kind of lack behavior. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because like these are people I, Bill Maher less so in the last couple of years sure. I feel like he's gotten a little out. I used to love him. Same, like I feel like when he's, you have Seth
0: MacFarlane on. I'd be like, I love
1: both of you. Truly, and, you know, you're what both a combo. The perfect. Nine. But like I feel like he's gone off the deep end a little bit. Truly, in my opinion. But like yeah. Drew Barrymore is someone I've always loved and rooted for, and mm-hmm. now I'm just like you are just like. The rest of them. Yeah. And also, like, duh, of course she is. She is, like, acting royalty dynasty. She truly is. She is the epitome of Nepo baby. So, like, why would we think that she's, like, the celebrity of the people? Right. You know, like, she can sit on the floor cross-legged all she wants and yeah. be, like, kumbaya. Tell me about
0: your feelings. Tell anyway, me. I'm going to the Hamptons, and I sold, f- you know, five I seven. <laughs> She's fucking. She's like a. Vanderbilt she's just now.
1: human trafficking out in public. Um, <laughs> not if
0: you're right Not that that's though. funny. Not, not that, that that's you're funny.
1: Right, right, but not like,
0: funny. Sorry. No, just, but we're really upset.
1: I'm just. just I'm so. I'm lit up by this because it's just so Angry. disappointing, and it, it is angering. But it's also hurtful in a different yes. kind of way because she is someone that I've always loved and whose career has been like omnipresent in our lives. You know, like Truly. one of the first movies I remember seeing was ET. Truly, and there's her cute little baby face, you oh. know the like pre-snorting coke days where yeah, she's sweet. like talking to aliens, you know, and like well we all know that Steven she had Spielberg
0: is her godfather,
1: right? Like we all know that oh, she's whatever. had like a troubled youth and sure. whatever. I feel but bad like,
0: for that, but you a grown same. ass bitch now.
1: You are a grown ass bitch now, You're and not it's, a rich bitch. You're it's rich, very you ain't like no right. Shit. You ain't a bitch in that sense. Yeah. No. Um. It's just. It's very. Telling and again like this celebrity culture of just being tired of their bullshit. Mm-hmm. And like obviously as we get smarter with social media and are able to talk to each other more about like your team and like your your marketing and PR people and like like and how all of that is like all fabricated and planned sure. and put together. Like it's something I'm talking about now, um, with what I'm putting yeah. together. And it, it's just so funny. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there sure. but like I don't think there's anything wrong with that when it comes to your career. Right. When it comes to other people's livelihoods, then I think there's something wrong with it. Yeah. Because what I've never understood from, like, the the presentation of a celebrity, like, from the PR, like, crisis handling me- side of things, which I never want to do, mm-hmm. because my only advice would be, like, own up to it. Did you do it? Yeah. Great. Apologize, because that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear this whole, like, well, our hearts go out to blood. No. Tell me you did it. Shut the fuck up. Just say you did it. Say you did it. Yeah, we did that. We're friends with him. We We wanted to stick up for him. We're being paid to do it. So sorry. I know it looks bad, but that's just what the situation was. But... And I don't want to capitalize on, like, the first 20 minutes of this episode, but the no. breakdown that I saw about Mila Kunis in that video... Yeah, okay,
0: talk to me about that first, and then I want to get into, <clears> explain to the, everyone at home, maybe, who doesn't know what a scab is, doesn't really know what's happening. <laughs> we'll go back, but everyone, I think every everyone knows that there's something wrong here, and that yes. they're, every, the public knows that. Yes. We can get into that, but I do want to get into, first, the Danny masterson rape oh then oh my
1: god my mexican food is here i'll be right back
0: so, so, okay why don't i just do a breakdown you do while that. you get that so all right guys so here's what's going on <clears throat> danny uh rape face mcgee masterson um a lot of people have been talking for i don't know how long ever that this man is a problem this man has been a problem everyone's kind of known I, i've heard about his bad behavior I don't know, decades ago, the rumors and the weirdness. Well, and the know? interviews
1: on talk shows yeah. where they, like, in like inferred that something so was like, happening. something's
0: wrong with this bruh, yeah. you know? was
1: there, there was that Conan clip that came up that was, like, he literally said to his face, like, you're going to get caught one day.
0: Yikes. He was like, I've heard about you.
1: Yikes. He was like, I heard about you. And then he made it, like, Danny Masterson said something, and Conan goes, like, you'll be caught one day.
0: What? It's like the Bill Cosby of it all. Um Truly, um, so a lot of people knew it wasn't as open as, like, say, Bill Cosby, which was a prolific uh, serial rapist. Um, but um, Danny Masterson, yeah, it's been kind of it's kind of been obvious that he's something's off, and then he did some shady stuff to to girls. Yeah, you know, ding dong, <laughs> which is that. Um, so anyway, um, basically, when when the court was hap- when the trial was happening, I believe for his. You know his uh, accusations slash. Now he's convicted, so proven actual accusations. Uh, there were victims, and then there were people that were supposed to be character witnesses. Um, just like any trial, when someone is was is put upon a seat, the hot seat, and they are being convicted of something and or can you know accused of something. <clears throat> but now he's a convicted rapist, so I'm just going to say convicted. Um, they a lot of times ask for people in their circle. have known them for a while to be character witnesses, uh, to write letters and documents about how, I don't know, how great this person is. And what really kills me is like, and this is so historically obvious, in history, a lot of the times someone can be the nicest human being to you. They can be the chillest, dopest person to you. Well, I never had any weird scenario. I never had any blah, blah, blah. And then, then really, they're monsters. They're monstrous human beings to other people. Um, just because they were nice to you doesn't mean they're good people. There's so many, like people, like I don't know, serial killers or people who were uh, serial rapists, like or that are convicted rapists, like Danny Masterson, convicted rapist, who might have been nice to some people, and I'm sure his mommy loved him, and some of the people on the cast that he couldn't get away with being weird to were fine with that. But like, I don't know why in court, like one like people saying like, "But he's nice to me." Like, okay, but where, were you there when he was with these victims?
1: Right? Did he penetrate you against yeah, your will? Yeah, I mean, it's
0: <laughs> like, was he? And I understand the court of law; you have to be, um, you know, it has to be without beyond a reasonable doubt, right? Um, but it was so obviously proven. And uh, and now he's convicted. I don't know. How, how long is his sentence? Like two lives? It's
1: two, th- two 30, uh, 30 years? years and 30 to life, I think.
0: 30 to life. So go- good luck, bro. Like, you fucking. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, him, him aside, I think. Yeah, fuck him. Whatever. So, like, back to Mila Kunis. That,
0: so, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutch, that's what's getting sorry. They made a character uh, letter. They wrote a character letter about how great he is. Right. That his so, family requested in lawyers. Right.
1: And so then people were pissed about that because. Sure. It was, like, public and not sealed. Oof. And then they made an apology video. I watched it. Right. Now, mm-hmm. watch it again with, with this in mind. Say it. If you watch Ashton, he is, like, distraught. He is hurt. Yeah. He is dragged. He looks like he's been crying. Crying. Yeah. Mila, on the other hand, yeah. Yeah, yes. looks pissed. Yeah. And she, if you watch her, there's a moment where... When Ashton says that the family, appro- the Masterson family approached them mm. and asked them to do it. And Mila's face at that point looks directly at the camera and gives us like eyebrow thing like, fuck you. Because I think what happened and this was the, the this is what this okay, casting director this. person okay. speculated was that whether they were approached And asked to do it or they offered to do it. Doesn't matter. Mila Kunis, we think, I think, this person whose TikTok I saw thinks that she didn't want to do it at all. That she was like, absolutely not. This is gonna look terrible. Cause she's smart. She's, she's a not she's an smart idiot. cookie. No, yeah. she's great. She's also a woman. I, I love right, exactly. We are very And I love her. Do. Well, and also the whole like human trafficking like thing yes. that they do, like whatever So if you watch her, she looks fucking angry. And at that moment, she uses like face to the camera. Mm-hmm. And so the thought is, whomever approached who who whomever she was like cajoled into writing this letter Uh. or someone wrote it for her and she had to sign off on it. And she was doing it for Ashton under the guise that the lawyers probably told them that it'd be sealed. No one would ever see it. Like this is going to be private. Like, like it's just for the judge for character, whatever. And then the day of or before the trial, the judge was like, I'm not accepting these unless they're unsealed. Got it. And so there was, I don't remember who the actor was, but there was one other actor who wrote a letter that is named as to having written a letter, but it's not there. So the thought was that he found out from one of the lawyers, or the lawyer told him, and he was like, take the letter out. Ah. It will not be in there. You can leave my name there, but get rid of it. Make it go away. Mm. And so his letter was not public. But I think that Mila is just furious. Yeah, she looks angry. She's pit. I mean, look yeah. at her. She can't sit still. Her mouth is like, like pinched and moving all over and the she's place. she's reading
0: off a thing where it didn't look like he was.
1: Right. She, there's obviously a script yeah. that he is trying to like act his way through. Sure. And she's just reading it.
0: She's like, I've she's always
1: said like, always d- always d- d- blah, 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 blah. Right. So there's this dynamic there. That's really kind of strange and yes, off. It is off. That feels like they, they are not on the same page with this. Mm-mm.
0: Mm
1: -mm. but anyway all that aside we're tired of celebrity bullshit yeah i'm like please stop it like we're all just trying to get by
0: for real has anyone read it
1: yeah mm, they're public they should be available somewhere yeah because
0: i i don't exactly know what they said
1: i don't either um Um, but it was basically just saying like what you're saying like he was a great guy and like a a good friend and role model for blah, blah, blah 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 um It just
0: seems like... And now
1: there's all these old conspiracy theories around Ashton Kutcher that are coming up again. Oh, yeah. From, like, two thousand, the early aughts.
0: Yeah. Um, It says... Okay, so, yeah, it's just saying... Well, you know, it's holding people accountable for writing these character things. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing bad, bad... In my opinion, other than the horrific crimes that have been done, the whole situation is, not, to me, not super negative in terms of that they're being called out for the shit that you shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, Oh, uh, yeah. One of Master's victims denounced the letters. Um, her, Chrissy, I'm going to say her name because she's openly come out. And I want to say her name. I want to say the people's names that matter as opposed to this fucking piece of shit. Uh, Chrissy uh, denounced the letters that's one of the victims or one of the people that was affected by this foul beast. Denounced the letters in an Instagram story stating, in my opinion, Cutcher, your, you're just as sick as your mentor. So...
1: Oh, yeah. So I think it must have been really,
0: like, messy how the letter.
1: Well, it wasn't just that because she also alluded to having known things about him that would ruin his career. Right. And she kind of was, like, putting a thing out there about that. But I think, like, more importantly, the bigger picture here outside of that whole situation, as terrible (laughs) as it is, is that humans who are not in that 1% of actors or wealth gap or whatever are tired of it. We're yeah. tired of it, yeah. And so the whole scab situation with Drew Barrymore is like, we loved you, and now you're fucking us, yeah. And so I think that there's going to be this is like yet another domino falling of shit that we're no longer putting up with, eat and, the rich. and that there needs to be exactly eat the rich. Eat the rich. I have a song on Spotify uh, called "Eat the Rich." Please listen to listen it. To it's to a disco it. song. Um, mm-hmm. but please explain. What a scab is. Okay,
0: let's scab it up. So um, a scab isn't just something that you, when you skin your knee, you get a scab. Um, if you guys have seen the classic, uh, cinema classic, Newsies. Uh, from <laughs> New Yes, New Z's. You know, the scabs. I mean, like, they're like, no scabs here. So basically what that is...
1: Historically when you're, relevant, so required historically. viewing. Guys,
0: it's a historical uh, treasure. You need to watch it. Um, it's like that, what's that movie? It's like about, it's about space. Um, and it's got... Oh shit! It's about it's a parody on Star Trek when it, it oh spaceball it. yes no the other one um, oh. the one with Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a total parody. It's basically showing that it, it's like a parody on Star Trek and all those fucking things. Oh they anyway, an alien race comes in contact and finds all of our shitty shows from the sixties. And there's a show in this movie uh, where that's like based on. Um, it's based on Star Trek. And they're like, it's the historical documents. The aliens like think it's real and it's our <laughs> history. So they build spacecrafts based off that era. Oh, that's funny. And it's fantastic. What and a it's brilliant like a premise. Um, let me find out. Hold on. Tim Allen. I can't believe I'm forgetting. This, this is one of my favorite. Movies. I
1: vaguely remember this. Um,
0: it's, it's also historical documents. Um, um, but yeah, so in 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 other, in other words, Newsies is my historical Galaxy Quest. That's it. Um, Newsies is my historical document because, especially in these times, they talk about all the terms that we are discussing. So if you want to watch that, that'll give you all the things. But let us tell you too.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and also, and we'll, we'll sure. by all means can continue. But I will say that, like a lot of the chanting that you hear on the picket line is, uh, New York, uh, New York is a union town, right? And this is why. Hell yeah! What you're about to say is why.
0: For many reasons, Um, New York City, especially because so many people work and live here, labor laws originated in the Triangle uh, Triangle uh, Shirt Fire, which was a fire that went off, and they had to protect the victims of that. So that started the whole movement. Um, The reason we have weekends, you know, we've talked about this before. Um, But anyway, The Newsies is essentially a movie about newsboys that. Pulitzer and Hearst want to raise uh, what they're charging the Newsies just to make some minor thing just to up their money. It's, again, it's greed. It's corporate greed. They won't pay them their their wage. And so they all revolt, and they do a strike, and they ended up winning. So, and that's a historical thing. Now, What we're dealing with now in the entertainment industry is a similar thing. Corporations will not pay us for us being creatives and actually pay us a fair and living wage. It's not a debatable thing. It's not something we're like, well, it's just nebulous. Like, pay us good. No, no, there's factual evidence showing what they make off of our backs, literally, statistically, what we should be making. And it's not matching. It's not adding up. The numbers are not numbering. The math is not mathing, okay? (laughs) Now, one of the worst things you could possibly do during a strike, you know, obviously, aside from insane crazy shit is to be a scab it's actually one of the worst things you could possibly do and a scab is a person who is a member of the union or crosses a picket line in some way during a strike um so when we're talking about drew barrymore and now bill maher um it's because they're straight up scabbing and what kills me about them is that these are talk shows with writers who write their monologues writers who get the questions organized writers who organize all the whole flow of everything literally i don't know what this man is going to do with his opening monologue he said now he's not going to have one he's just going to have sit downs with random people at desks and just speak which is what yes the bulk of the show but the writers organized not only his questions but they organized his monologue they helped with the guests how to weave them in and out wouldn't have them come in i mean good luck
1: Well, which is also, which also brings up a good point too, especially with talk shows. Because that's
0: the argument. It's like it's a talk show. It's
1: a talk show. Okay, yeah, but they write for you. Yeah. And also, like, aren't you a comedian? Aren't you a writer? Why don't you write? Your own fucking material sure. for once. Because, like, if you have a whole room full of writers and now you're scabbing yeah. and you're just saying, oh, we're not going to do monologues anymore, like, why don't you do it?
0: Yeah. Why don't you write that? Shit? Why don't you write it? He said he's not going to do it and he's not going to, in alignment, in solidarity. No, it's because you're lazy. You want money. You
1: right. Want you them. want money and you just want to show up and be yep. given a script and not use your and, brain. And
0: what kills me, and we'll go to the timeline now. So, this all started when, okay, so we so far, no one has been scabbing for the most part. Selena Gomez had a faux pas, but I think it's just because she was not smart about something. Something she tweeted about a production um, that is going against the strike policy of, of promoting things that are on a struck station. She took it back. She apologized. She's dealt with it very well. So it's OK. Slap on like, the
1: like one should. Own like up to should. it. Apologize. Notice that
0: everyone's in love with her still. Yes, Everyone loves she's her. She's the best. That's because she fucking owned up. Yeah. Um, but what sucks is Drew Barrymore um, decided to have her show come back, um, Sans the Writer's. Now these are all WGA writers, and the yep. WGA is on strike right now. They are not writing, and in solidarity, you shouldn't be having your show go down while this is all happening. She's literally moving forward without them. Now, can I read her um, her post?
1: Oh my god, please do because it's so it's wishy washy, stupid. So it's like what Kool Aid are you drinking, girl? I feel like we
0: should play some um, music while I do it.
1: I feel like we might get flagged for copyright. No, if is we there do like then. is
0: there is there royalty free I, violins? Okay, oh. imagine violence are playing.
1: I'll voice some violence. Sure.
0: This is from Drew Barrymore's literal mouth. I made a choice to walk away from the MTV film and television awards because I was the host and it had a direct conflict with what the strike was dealing with, which was studios, streamers, film, and television. It was also in the first week of the strike, so she already lost her giving a shit. And so I did what I thought was the appropriate thing at the time to stand in solidarity with the writers. And to be clear, our talk show had actually wrapped on April 20th. Cool. So we never had to shut down the show. I don't know what that has to do with anything. However, I am also making the choice to come back for the first time in the strike for our show that may have my name on it. But this is bigger than just me. Really? Then change the name to The Writers.
1: Then change the, the name to or The Writers. Some <laughs> I own should
0: this. I keep, should I keep violating? It's whatever you want to do. Okay. I, I own this choice. We're in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television that is struck of any kind. So, here, let me just explain that. The, for, let me just read between the lines. She doesn't want SAG to drop her. So, she's saying she's in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television that is struck of any kind. Cool. But you're still like, fuck you, writers. Anyway, we launched live on a global pandemic. Oh, is that what that oh, was? Oh, this
1: part really made me mad. This makes me
0: like, you save your bitch.
1: This is the part that I was like, white okay. savior. Okay. Like, uh... We
0: launched live in a global pandemic, pandemia. Our show was built for sensitive times and has only functioned through what, is what the real world is going through in real time. I want to be there to provide what writers do so well take their jobs. Oh, I mean, which is a way to bring us together or help us make sense of the human experience. It's a talk show, girl. Anyway, I hope for a resolve for everyone as soon as possible. We have navigated difficult times since we first came on air, and so I take a step forward to start season four once again with an astute humility. Bitch, you scabbing. That's what you're doing. You... Scabbity scab. scab
1: your humility. So here's
0: what's driving me up the wall with this. It's not like, hi, yeah, we need money. um, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I just want to come back. Like, honestly, I'm bored. And, like, I'm losing money probably. And, like... I want my voice to be heard because I'm a narcissist and I'm rich and famous yeah. and I really just want to be I heard. I think it's
1: that second part because she doesn't need money. She At has all. like a makeup line. Yeah. And like some other shit that she has. And a house coming or in. five. You know and, and, um, and, and a like house, a legacy and, and investments. And, and seven generations yeah. of wealth.
0: <laughs> so, um, so it's
1: yeah.
0: narcissism man.
1: It's narcissism and it's just it's also like the I will save the world.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? No one's but watching. But what, what, what makes
1: me mad and what sticks out to that is like she's talking about how writers bring people to together and how they're this that and the next thing but But she's like but also fuck you we don't need you to do what we're gonna do i
0: don't give a shit about you actually
1: yeah it's so it's so weird i just don't understand like what is going on Gaslighting. it's like smooth brain yeah your brain has smoothed over bitch and i just it makes me the most sad because i have always loved her and it's just so disappointing i
0: made a comment and i also dm this to her I think it just DM'd her like. Some Ooh,
1: memes you are I like, like slide dumping the Barrymore d- DMs. I just,
0: listen, I've I've always like. Here's the thing: what kills me is she's going after the people that she knows she can uh, cast aside, but she doesn't have a realization that without these writers like that have been with her since day one that are not picketing against her, she's completely dehumanizing them. But I do I do think as a SAG after. Newly elected again for the fourth yes, term. Yes, that's
1: what we couldn't talk uh, about uh, before, l- 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 but about now, now we bitch, can. I won she won.
0: Um, as someone who is a representative of the union, um, I'm not going to get personal and petty. I will on this podcast because I'm a civilian right now. Reading her silly, silly, post. silly goose, silly, post. silly, silly goose goose. But I will say to her, you know, privately, like what's going on. But I will say publicly is what I wrote on her thing. Don't, this is me, <clears throat> don't make this about being a martyr who's talking about the human condition. This is so out of touch. I almost forgot you've been famous your whole life. And it harms the WGA and the strike in general. Being a scab truly sucks, and you're really doing the wrong thing here. Please reconsider.
1: And, yeah, and that the point that she's been famous her whole life is really kind of yeah. interesting because she's never really had to be amongst the unwashed in the same way no. that that we are, the like lapos. on on a picket line, yeah. you know, and like she she doesn't, I guess, want to come down off of her cloud. I haven't seen her at the picket, actually. Cloud of cash, yeah. Well, of course you haven't, because I've she was planning she that. was planning to do this I've the whole seen time. People
0: way more famous. No offense, I've seen way people way more famous than her there. So yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, and I again, like the whole we're sick of celebrity bullshit. It's the ones that are showing up to the picket line. Ryan it's Princeton like is it's the man. nice, yeah. yeah. Like it's nice to see them there. Like Christine Baranski, like yeah. what a star. Yeah,
0: Steve Bashimshim Love that Steve Bashimshim. Steve Buscemi. We love it. But I
1: mean, name. like so many people. Yeah. Like, especially out in L.A., like, I've been following a couple of accounts that are on the picket lines regularly out there, and it's just, like, it's like a red carpet happening. Truly. That's why I, like, and laughed like, at that
0: article. Where like, celebrities aren't there. What's that about? And I'm like, bitch, nice try on PTP. Like, I literally saw Harry Potter. There. Like, shut up. Like, it, <laughs> you don't know anything. You you're You're not there. You they tried like- it you tried it tried but it, it doesn't matter like that's the thing is like it's not about being celebrities but it's about using your voice in a in a light that empowers those that are fighting for you and what you did by doing this woman you completely bulldozed them and you disregarded them.
1: Also, I I do want to comment on this a little away from Drew Barrymore, but there was, there was supposed to be a meeting, I think with the WGA and someone. And I remember seeing that like the WGA canceled or like something got canceled. It was like Uh this big meeting that got canceled. And then it ended up that that was not true. Yeah. That it was, I don't, oh fuck. I well, wish, I wish that you were like, yes, I know what you're talking well, about, but <laughs> a lot of this is rumors
0: in hearsay, and saying The problem is that I don't want to say anything that's like not really real. I do want to say though that they did meet the MPCP the second time around after we had spoken. And what happened was, is it didn't result in anything uh, substantial because they still refused to humanize writers. Um, but what they did was they broke their. Uh, agreement by releasing what they offered to the writers without getting the okay. Cause like before when, it, when a, when a mediation ends and you pass a certain thing, then you can release what you asked for and you didn't get. Yeah. They were still now in renegotiating and the AMPTP broke that by releasing what they asked.
1: Oh, I see. That's it. what okay. happened.
0: And so it just made, again, it's so bonehead because it just made the MPTP like a bunch of assholes. Like this is what you, this was your compromise. Honey, yeah, girl, you in the sunken place, girl? What the <laughs> hell?
1: Well, I mean, it's also like we were talking about earlier, you in like, danger, girl. Like we've been in retrograde for a while, and like people have been acting a fool. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that I've been acting a fool. Yeah. I've been like, I, know I have too. I have just been in the biggest funk, mm. and like every single person I saw this week was having a mental health crisis. Damn, like myself included. I like had a six-hour panic attack at the office the other day. It was so fun to just, like, sit there and be, like, don't look like a crazy person in oh front of all these I'm finance sorry. people. Yeah. Um. But, like, you know, my best friend Bobby's dad passed on Sunday. Like, um, oh. there, there have been some other situations that have happened in the last two weeks, like, with death within, like, the, the LGBT community here in New York. Um, and, like, just emotionally wrecked. Yeah. Like, me, I talked to my sister. Like, she's wrecked my friend erica i saw last night she's wrecked like everyone is just going through it hacksaw ridge and then today um apparently mercury and retrograde ends today there's a new moon cycle today or tonight
0: tonight yeah tonight's the new moon make your list me and me and mike already have our like thing our rituals planned out we're gonna do i
1: never do stuff like that uh, i was so just like i'm gonna you. i'm just gonna like meditate as i fall asleep
0: yeah no you have to have like a thing behind it or like what are we doing you know what i mean it what turns i'm doing direct, is i'm getting um, rich man here we go it turns direct on uh, friday tomorrow at uh, Yep, yeah, at 1 21 p.m pacific so um, so that would be 421, 421. tomorrow. That's 420. That's what I
1: was
0: thinking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was going to laugh at when she was like, we came back on 420. I'm like, bitch, you're so stupid. Like, I
1: can't. Oh, my God. Sorry,
0: I keep, I just, she's killing me. Well, okay, so... I'm going to go back to what you're dealing with. I just want to get through Drew, you're you're messing up. Um, it's really shameful. It's so disappointing. I I I hate people though. I hate when people act like bleeding hearts and then really just don't give a shit. That's actually like, you know, that's, that's why the, the, most the bill of at all. I'm like, yeah. That makes Cause sense. I'm, I'm mad about it, and it's it sucks. But he's always done with the fuck he wants, and he always says like sometimes you're you're like wow,
1: there's some crazy shit,
0: crazy shit. Yeah. So for him to do it to you, well, he's actually a member of the WJ, so that's so shady.
1: That's so shady.
0: But yeah, so they're 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 messy. Now you're right. We are in a retrogate. It it changes tomorrow. Yeah. It has been a well, while, and, in and ass.
1: I brought that up because I think I hope that that will hopefully create some fun little shifts in our direction as far as negotiations are concerned because i know that people are starting to get concerned and like i'm concerned beyond concern sure losing their homes and yeah shit. like you know and the job market is starting to pick up as i've been seeing through my recruiter which oh, that's i good. cannot stress enough i did to talk about this <clears throat> get a recruiter anyone who's looking for a job yeah. literally i cannot stress this enough i have now applied to over i think 400 jobs on linkedin Damn. on linkedin alone that doesn't include ones that I've applied to externally on direct websites or anything that I've gone through my recruiters. The only... I've, I've gotten one interview from a job board out of all of those. Wow. Um, Well, technically two, but it was th- with the same company. But
0: people don't want to work. Devin, you heard? It's, Nobody well, wants to well, work. We
1: can get into that, too. But, like, it's... <laughs> no one has ever wanted to work, for yeah, the record. Yeah, for real. But, um but the idea of like getting a recruiter guys like if you need a referral hit me up i send people to my recruiters all the time i just send my friend steven to like five of them today um i have had more job interviews this week from my recruiters alone Mm -hmm. than i have Mm -hmm. from anything else and I cannot stress enough. Like it's just the better way to do it. And the reason why it's always been that way, but like I feel like in the past you could like walk into a place and get a job or like email them directly and get a job. And that's not happening anymore. And right. I think it's for a couple reasons. One, the whole ideology of like nobody wants to work. Again, no one has ever wanted to work. That's not what humans were in yeah, for. Yeah, no cap. Yeah. But that's just here we are in capitalism. Yeah. Um, but it's because the next generation below us has no fucks to give yeah. and i love watching it yeah
0: they're watching the world burn there and they're was, watching our yeah everything. but
1: but i mean more specifically to the point where like i spent a good maybe hour on tiktok the other night watching young people like walk out of their jobs <laughs> <laughs> there's like a whole feed of like these kids that are like they won't take you know bullshit. What? you're a bad manager i hate it here you treat me like shit you overwork me yeah. you don't pay me enough and i can't afford things so i'm gonna go and find somewhere else to work and i love the audacity yeah, of yes. them yes It's just the best, and I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why recruiters are going to get or are getting more opportunities through them is because these companies are looking to find people who are already vetted, who've already been interviewed, who've already had a discussion with someone about the qualifications and their wants and what they need and and what they're looking for, so that when an employer goes to a recruiter and they're like, "Hey, we need somebody who's willing to do this, that, and the next thing," because I'll tell you. The number one thing that I am asked in these interviews mm-hmm. is, are you OK coming into the office this many days a week?
0: What is the norm? I'm I'm i ask like, what are you seeing? The amount of days is it like two days, two days a no, week, three.
1: It's, it's mostly five.
0: Wow.
1: The, the ones that I'm up for, obviously, there's like a little higher level. Mm-hmm. But like they're five days a week. And so they ask, are you okay with five days a week in office? Wow. Now, I have seen a bunch that I've interviewed for that are hybrid, which is, like, maybe two days at home, three days in office, three days at office, two, like, we're th- three days at home, two days in office. And it varies. Mm-hmm. There was also a company that I had two interviews with that I'm still waiting to hear back from that was, like, you can either work four days a week, f- nine to four, or you can work five days a week, ten to two. Oh, like it interesting. was, it was like a nice option to do hmm, flexing. Um, and so I think because this whole bullshit made up, nobody wants to work thing. Sure. It's because you've had this terrible toxic work culture for so long and now everyone is seeing it and dealing with it now that we've had COVID break and people are like, wait a minute,
0: I don't have to be like, I don't a,
1: have to do this. Treat it like shit. Um, yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I also feel like the average pay for certain roles here in New York has gone from $20 an hour to like 30, $35 an hour. Like yes, over God.
0: Yes. God like
1: overnight. Good. Cause I like end of 2021, I was making 30 an hour and it was the first time that I was like flat out offered that without wow. having to ask. Mm-hmm. And so then I got more money, but like that was their, that was their offer. That's
0: so interesting. And so I got wow! Above that. But that I love that. End of
1: twenty twenty one was the first time that I ever been offered something that high for the type of work that I was doing back mm. then. And now, I mean, it's it's still around there, but it's much higher for some of these. I love like, that. I've seen like forty, forty five, fifty dollars an hour yeah, for some shift. For sure. It's like, and then they like obviously this is temp work, and some of it's like temp to perm. Sure. But then the perm is like this has potential to go up to this amount above what we're offering. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if if I get a temp job that's like 30 an hour, but they want to keep me on permanently, then that might go up to the equivalent of like 90,000 a it's year. It's laying the groundwork. It is. Yeah. And so it's, it's just, again, I say all of this to kind of give a landscape <clears throat> picture of the labor situation that's going on now, even though everything feels like it's burning down because yeah. it is, because people are unionizing and putting their foot down. I love that. The though. advantage of that. Is that employers are scared? Yes, because they need good people.
0: Look at the airlines. Look at look UPS. At the look at you know. Yes. Yeah, it's oh fucking my God. amazing.
1: It's amazing. People love,
0: won't put up with shit anymore. I,
1: love it. I just saw something today. It's hot
0: strike summer.
1: It's hot strike summer. Yeah. I just saw something today, and I can't remember what it was. I, th- I think it was on Instagram, but there was another organization that had band together to unionize. Me, and look, I don't A- remember. F- F-
0: C- I, I'm sure has it. The best Instagram no freaking follow. It. Yeah, I'll yeah,
1: see, yeah. You know. Look it up because I just saw it like at the later end of my day.
0: Yeah. They're the their AFL CIO is a representative of all the unions. Uh,
1: Amazing, and
0: so it's like an association of unions. It's so dope. America's labor unions, like it's literally an association of labor unions. Let's see. Oh my god, I'm so excited for. And I was talking to my um, my boyfriend's uh, brother works in editing, and he knows so many visual effects people because they get just oh, it was shit Marvel. on Marvel it was VFX. Marvel.
1: That's the one I was. looking They have at.
0: unionized.
1: Yes, that's the one I saw.
0: I'm so excited because they've never had a union, and they are <coughs> worked till they're dead. Yes, they'll literally take the budget of like a Marvel film uh, and like. They're like, cool. So we had a bunch of actors acting from this green wall. Uh, create the world. Good luck. Um, we're barely paying you. It's, and I hope you, you don't die. Perfect. Thank you. Good luck. Pee in that cup. You know what I <laughs> mean? It's like that bad.
1: We're going to make billions off this film. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So it's actually really gorgeous. No, I they love have, it. I love, it. I love, it. I love they have, it. They've unionized. So that's incredible. But
1: as a response, I think a lot of other industries are seeing that and being like, oh, shit. And now they're offering or at least more to him, They're at least to me, in my opinion, uh, being a little bit more timid in the interview process. Yes. Of like, is this okay? What do you want? Like, mm-hmm. is this fun? Which is so interesting because in my experience, it's always been the other way around. Yes. And it's been really fun to, I, first of all, I love interviewing. I think it's really oh, fun. That's dope. Um, And the kind of work that I want to do and that I am doing and willing to do is like a much higher quality than it was five years ago. Sure. So I'm enjoying all of it. But just from an observational standpoint of, like, this is how this is going down now, the workforce really is taking back the power. It is. And so, like, take advantage of it, guys. Get a recruiter. If you need work Mm -hmm. that is not bartending or waiting tables, which no shade. I did it forever. No shade, yeah. I just am not in about that life right now. The
0: environment can be hard.
1: It's so hard. Um. And just like I was showing up to work as an angry person, so sure. I just was like, I need to get out. And it's distraction, before. a lot yeah. of distractions, and <clears throat> um, get substances. a recruiter. Get a recruiter. Hit me up if you need one. Yeah, <laughs> find me on Instagram. and That's great.
0: Me. Yeah, because because
1: um, I love mine. Mine are fantastic, and I just got a new one that's based out of Pennsylvania. But their job boards that they work off of are inter- are like national, so it doesn't love. matter where they're based out of. They're killing it. They're killing it.
0: Yeah, and I, you've had so many interviews, and I think it's incredible because oh my god, so many, so many. But like oh. a lot of people are getting even interviews. You know what I mean? It reminds me of like the audition game. You know, it's like it
1: so is the. Audition so I was game. so
0: pleased even when I was getting like seven auditions a week from my managers, even if I didn't. If I got a callback, ex- excellent. I booked it, even better. But it's like it's just the the fact that I am getting in the room is I mean, so important. And also,
1: seven auditions a week is an yeah. There was a there was a there was amount.
0: a point um, right. Yeah, before the strike, a little bit before where I was just like, that's amazing. All right, let's go, babes. You know, well, materials are good, babes. I mean, Um, I'll be. Well, I wanted to bring up today, and I unfortunately missed it because of um, recovering from everything that I've been doing. Um, Today was the AFL CIO um, solidarity with the WJs and SEC. After it was called the, what is this freaking, it was the Day of Solidarity. Today was the Day of Solidarity. Um, And one of the posts that they put out, is um, the A&P TV must out of their minds if they think we're even close to sl- slowing down? Thousands of people showed up today in New York, um, including newly elected New York Presidente Ezra Knight, who we I'm love. always a fan of. We, love, we uh, love Linda Powell, my VP for the gods, was texting with her last Tish night. Tish
1: James,
0: yeah, Tish. Um, we love uh, Rebecca Damon. Uh, Jim Kerr, my mentor. We all were re-elected. And that's, that's what's been really cool, too, is uh, by by the amount of votes that my party got and the amount of votes that um, the current people that have been here the whole time during the strike and have been here before the strike and are here with not just clear minds, but like a clear uh, line of what we're doing and how effective we're being, um, showed in the, in the membership. My party swept the whole entire thing. USAN, especially New York. Hells, yeah. It was like it was so magical because you know i i see like fellow board members out working other gigs or i'd see them doing things out on out the on the job field but we're not acting quote unquote you know either we're doing public facing um kind of commercial work or we're doing things like that but we see each other and we're like i really wish i had more time to campaign i did not have the time this year um and i think what's so beautiful is that people remembered me from leading picket lines people remembered me from years
1: past well, how- how could we forget you from leaving pickup You Lons? know, You're she had like a, a DJ set.
0: <coughs> yeah. I can't wait to get back on the front. It's just, I needed, I needed a week off between working straight for 30 days outside in the heat for different, you know, different, uh, brands, uh, to to then come back and be as passionate as I always am, I'm still very passionate, and I and I'm so honored to be reelected. It was a very good birthday gift, was to be it reelected. Was. It was like yes,
1: happy. That's right, you, you had her birthday. I did. She's she's twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: but it, yeah, it's it's been actually pretty beautiful. I think I got more votes than I ever have, which is you know I guess that's just how it works. Well, she's you, a star. Thank you. But it was thousands and thousands, and I really do thank the New York contingency of SEGA-AFTRA. Um, You know, top one of the top ten people voted. this year and it's just really it's really awesome to see and it really feels like um all the work that i'm doing and all the committees and stuff and then also just like in general you know trying to be on the front lines as much as i can and try and and also being outspoken as we do on this podcast as we do through social media i try to do i try to make videos where i'm explaining why we feel the way we feel, so the general public can understand as well, because well, we're here for everybody. Com-
1: every, everything comes down to education. It is. Everything has to education. come down to education. Yeah. Because if you don't know, you can't have an opinion. Yeah. If like you, the if you agreement, have an opinion, I had
0: to make a video on it oh because I Oh my God, was like, the interim agreement. People
1: are just so against it. Like, yeah. even. And, They're and, not, and though.
0: It, it's an it, AMPTP tactic. No, no, no. no it's very but I
1: mean, I mean, if you go into the comment section of people who are talking about. The interim agreement. Sure. It's like they don't, they really don't understand. understand.
0: Yeah, it's a shame.
1: And it's like the idea where, I think I saw a comment that said something to the effect of like, you know, it's a strike. It's supposed to be for everyone. By doing this, we're weakening the union. It's like, but we're not. Like, you just didn't read the you paper. You don't understand.
0: We're circumnavigating them. In fact, that's why it's upsetting them. That's been their biggest. AMPTP is freaking out because we yep. are making things without them the way they thought they were going to make things without us, but they can. That's not happening for them. We're making it. We're doing this. We're doing it back. Like check your glass houses, bitch.
1: Right. You check, yourself I mean? check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself
0: before you wreck yourself, honey. Because seriously, it I was think that's actually,
1: a episode title. Maybe let's do that. Let's do
0: that. Check yourself before you scab yourself, honey. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, yeah. girl, yeah. no. Oh
0: girl, um, but yeah, Fran was reelected by a landslide. Not surprised. Um, you know, yeah, everybody I I backed won, and everybody that backed us won too. So it, it was just kind of like a landslide, and I think that's why the Unity slate over in Los Angeles, and the USAN slate here in New York. Um, you know, and it just it's just so obvious that we all really care. We're not typing in all caps. We're not the angry ones. We're the we're the fighters. We are angry, but we're not angry in fighting. We're not angry. At our membership no, we're not angry well, the thing is you without can,
1: education you like can you be said. angry you just need to lead channel with knowledge and, channel that and shit and strategy yep you know like I, I definitely have moments where I am angry oh I, I woke I, up
0: angry this morning I journaled I...
1: about it the other day It was like I think I'm angry yeah and I just like kept writing why am I angry why are you angry and yeah. I was like starting to answer myself but like you can't lead with that and you need to be smarter than that and yes especially in a situation like this where there's so much to be angry about honey and it like for me, it has always been be angry, be upset, be pissed off, be whatever you want to call it, but lead with a solution. Facts. Like feel you feel the things. Sure. By all means. But figure out a way to not feel that way first.
0: Right. And, and then
1: allow yourself to feel. And whatever. let's
0: organize. You know what I mean. I love.
1: I love a scream into a pillow moment. Oh yeah, we love a good. I love a little wine moment. A
0: little wine. What are we gonna do? But a little wine moment. A little <laughs> scream moment. This mic is gonna
1: go off, and we're gonna pull, <laughs> And we're gonna pick gonna up pour that, that lunch, in my lunch, gullet. gullet <laughs>
0: Mainline to my face. Right.
1: Wine and talk. Well, Bell, it girl. has been
0: a week, and um I do want to say though, in positivity and in solidarity. If you go to the sagafterstrike.org and you check on the interim agreement and you start scrolling down all the things being made under it, LOL. Ha <laughs> LOL. Got him. Making moves, baby. And also, I noticed, too, auditions-wise, I'm starting to get more opportunities with that agreement and, you know, commercials are popping, commercials. so let's go. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll also say uh, it's an honor to be a Virgo, and it's an honor to have my birthday, but it's also an honor to be reelected, and um, I just had such a fabulous weekend, and it was a New York kind of birthday. Uh, Mike surprised me with so much cool shit. I mean, it just was awesome. We went to this- the like photos
1: looked amazing. Oh,
0: I know. It was just, it was such a good planned thing. Like, I'm so used to being a planner, and like, I organize crazy stuff, and I was going to do a big birthday this year, but to be honest, I'm exhausted from- all the things I'm doing and I recently had a, two losses in my life and I just don't feel like
1: uh, we both, well, too. Yeah, that my, mercury yeah, and retrograde Yeah, thing. my
0: aunt uh, Aunt Janet, I just want to shout out to her. She wasn't my aunt, but she was my aunt. She's one of those people that I've known my whole life. Your
1: auntie. Yeah,
0: my auntie. Um, and then we lost on the sag board and just amazing actor, Joseph Melendez. Um, literally t- spoke with him on my birthday. He texted me happy birthday. I was supposed to be in the New York board meeting, but I had booked something else, so I wasn't there in person. Um, And it was our last New York board meeting before the next election cycle. And he wanted to wish me happy birthday presently there. And he told everybody... He's just like an angel. And I'm really sad that we lost him so young. It's really fucked. And so... It's just been kind of a time. So I feel like it's been a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Oh I've my God. The, truly. It's, the,
1: I just keep telling people, everything is very balanced. Yeah. There's so many highs and so many lows, but so I'm landing highs. somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah. And I hope to next week. <laughs> right. I'm going to email. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, People on staff to make sure I get back on the line next week and the picket line in the week after.
1: I know I want to go so bad when I'm working.
0: I know I it's hard. It's hard, and I just want to be there too. You know, I, I'm sad I missed today, but it was just it was very necessary because I'm still doing all the things, catching up with other things when I was working. You know, on my feet and doing other things. I just, I'm catch up game is is the main thing. But um, anyway, my birthday was tight. We went to a speakeasy uh thing that i thought was just a bar and then as we were at the bar people started to like go in the bathroom not come back people started to be like let outside like, I,
1: is this a sex party yeah i was
0: like <laughs> what is happening mike you know and i was like and he kept saying like i wonder if we're doing this right i'm like what are you what what are we doing like what what are we doing and then swingers a, club yeah all of a sudden i was like no thanks um and all of a sudden i looked around i was like no uh and and sudden so they go hey um and i was wearing my extremely dope uh, lingerie dress from Bebe back in the day. It still fits like a damn glove and I hadn't worn it in years and it's hot as fuck. And I was wearing my red lip and I was giving and they were like, just, hey, go to um, the mustachioed man that you saw in the in the front. He has something, this is a ticket. It's a, it's a ticket. Just go to see him. And we were like, huh? So we go to him and he's like, here, and it's a it was a ticket for, he gave me another piece of paper that was literally for a dry cleaner and he was like, you know, during the show, and I'm like, what show? Like, I still don't know what the hell is going on. I could have been traffic. I don't know what the hell, you know what I mean? Like, Mike's like, Mike I'll get a pretty penny on these titties. titties. <laughs> yeah. He's like, she's a feisty one. Don't worry, he'll get you on it. Um, oh my God. Sorry, uh, dark joke. But I'm in a dark <gasps> place. We're all in a dark place. so we're, you know, you, you know it, like, Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is awesome. Um, and he was like, you know, during the show, sometimes people get blood on them. And I was like, what? And he's like, so here's the cleaners next door so we can make sure that you, you know, you're, you're covered. And I was like, huh? And he's like, take your drinks with you. And we were like, uh okay and so then we went out on the street with our cocktails. I'm like, is this Vegas? Is this New Orleans? Is this? You know, <laughs> I was getting flashbacks. What's happening? So we walk into this literal dry cleaner, like a real top to bottom. Oh, I
1: know this place. Yeah, I didn't know that there was a place next to it that sent you over. Yeah, it
0: sends you over. Yeah, and they he after a little tete a tete with the gentleman behind the thing, he goes here, and he raises it, and he was like really fabulous about it. I was like work, and he's like. Mm-hmm. But I could tell he liked my work, but he didn't react to my work. You know, yeah. I was like, work. And he was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> get, get back. In uh-huh. character, in
1: character. Get the, character, get the, character. the fuck back there, <laughs> And And
0: um, so then I was, so we crawled through clothes covered in plastic and opened the back, like literally for 16 feet. It was pitch black through plastic covered clothes. Oh, that must and then be we,
1: new. I haven't been to this place in ages. It's wild.
0: And then the back door opened and we were in a speakeasy and it oh, was fuck. so dope. And we had magicians, hypnotists, people come to our just tables and perform for us. And it was wild what shit. What was this place called? I don't know if I can say.
1: I don't know S- if I can. Say it.
0: On the podcast, but it's a secret. Like, really, it's a secret.
1: But it's not. People know. Okay.
0: um, So it's actually through um, Halsey Green. What is it? The the, the, the the um Sleep No More people. It's, oh, their pri- it's oh, a separate the thing. It's through the McKittrick, but it's an off it's like a side thing and it's the magicians like secret magicians or something like that, uh, collective. And, um, basically, okay. yeah, it's crazy. And so I had the first, so we sit down at this table first. I'll sit down and we're like, wow, this is wild. And I, and I didn't take any photos as you know, Not and I'm just allowed. like, this is cray cray. And the couple that was next to us literally are from Richmond, Virginia. So we were talking about all the things to do, but the, the, the of the couple dave shout out to dave was like from new york but he married his wife and moved down to virginia They raised their kids and now they're back up in new york and it was so iconic because all the places i was like yeah plan nine records and blah, blah blah and i said my like high school and she knew my high school it was really cool but the first guy that came to our table was a hypnotist and he fucking hypnotized dave he made dave like it was weird it was like He would go over here and say something to someone's ear and Dave would do it. We didn't know what he had said. And so Dave later goes, guys, all I remember is I felt like I was someone half awake and asleep. And I felt like he was right next to me whispering, but he was never next to him. It was really freaking weird, dude. Okay. Weird stuff. That was the first guy out the gate. And then it That's just kept so getting more wild and wild. I want to
1: ask you something, because this was, this was like a brand deal that I got asked to do, and then it got canceled at the last minute. Oh, no. So, and it sounds like this. You, you and I talked about this, yeah. I think. But it was this place that was called Cirque de Lancy. No, it's not that. And it was through the Rose Room.
0: No, that isn't that.
1: And it was like, you were recommended to us by somebody. Oh, please let us know if you can come here. And it was like... It sounds like what you're talking about. It was yeah, like a it's probably s- similar. Circus I mean, every, and Magic. New York is magic, so. It truly is. Okay, so
0: it's called Speakeasy Magic, A Night of Magic in New York City. And it's um it's done by the by the uh, McKittrick Hotel, but it's actually like not at the it, it's it's really fucking cool. It actually blew my mind.
1: Amazing. And
0: everybody came by, and my favorite guy was this guy, and I, I have to say, so they would have people come to our table and then on the main stage in front of us, it was like a loungy spot. It wasn't like a big stage, it was like a loungy stage. This guy had doves, okay? He's doing, like, this thing. He literally, in front of my eye... And so, like, I'm thinking of it as a, cinem- as a cinematic person. What angle is this? How are we doing this? I'm, mm. I'm dissecting things, you know, but I'm enjoying every bit of it. But he literally took an, a dove, threw it up in the air, and it turned into a scarf. And, it, and there was what? no obstruction there was it just in our brains our eyes all saw it fade into a scarf come down and nothing was there no dove and then he did something else and there was the dove. like it was very like and i know it's sleight of hand i know there's like some way to it but it was honestly the most i've never so i've been to the magic castle one of my favorite places in la because i know one of the grand ma- magicians there and like i love that shit but i've never seen anything quite like something and i'm not shitting because that's the best place in the universe i'd rather totally. be there any day of the week but the way this particular magician did his shit, it really fucked me up because I saw something morph into something else in the air. It wasn't like it was like ooh, ooh,
1: floating. Ooh, look ooh. at my hand over here.
0: And then, <laughs> w- luckily, you don't get to see all the magicians, but that magician in particular sat at our table and he did this crazy thing and he focused in on me. It's like he knew I was like, what the fuck? You were gooped. I was gooped, gagged, got, yes. gooning and bait. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm out <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, Katya anyway so um, anyway I was gagged gar- gal I, the, the girls were gag. so um, I'm sitting here and he's like hello and he had a Ukrainian accent first then he had no accent and he was just being crazy and then he was like okay so he, he said pick a card out of here and write your signature on it and I was like, work. So I write my signature. And Mike's like, I love your signature. Like, the whole time he was my wing. He was just like, ride or die. He was like, love. your signature is so dope. I was like, no. <laughs> She practiced. Because <laughs> um, she's done it. Um, and, like, I signed my name on this particular card. I think it was one of the, it was the Queen of Hearts, or like a heart card. It was like a high heart card. It was either the Queen or the Ace of Hearts. It was really dope. And um, I put it back in the thing and everything's blah, blah, blah. And then there's this guy from, that was just coming in from Taiwan or some shit barely spoke any English. And he was just like, I don't know how I got here. And I'm like, this is so wild. And that guy picked a card and put it back in. So like, then minutes go by and he's doing all these other things where things are appearing. He's like scrambling it up. Awesome shit. And he goes, here, you know, uh, have this envelope. And I like, I'm like, okay. And it's sealed, completely sealed. And I open it up and it had been sealed the whole thing. And he's like, oh, he's like, so is this your card? And he flips it over and it's like not my card so we're like oh he fucked up or like some he was trying to make us feel some sort of way he's like oh that's right i think it's just in the envelope and like the whole time i had had the card out he had given it what's so weird is i had seen the card the envelope had been given to me pre already and sealed already and i put it back in the deck and somehow me holding the card three feet from him do you know what i mean i open up this rip rip open this fucking envelope and there's my damn card. And it reminded uh, me of Harrison Ford when um what's his face was in his house and he said, Is that your card? And he goes, Cut open that orange. And like he cut open. The oh yeah, and yeah. yeah. And, he's like, and Harrison Ford in his most Harrison Fordy way was like, Get the fuck out of my house. You know? <laughs> I felt that way. I was like, Get the fuck out of so my anyway, house. So anyway, he gave me my card and my envelope, but then he's like, Oh, I forgot about you, boo-boo guy from blah blah blah. And he's like, Yeah, it's okay. He's like, No, here it is. And then he's like, Check your envelope. And then I checked like another thing, and there it was underneath like it, it just didn't make any sense. Everything he did was just iconic. It was just like
1: I feel like the McKittrick is run by witches.
0: It is witches. Like, it's witchcraft and witchery.
1: It's witchcraft it's and sorcery. And it has to be because like the things that they pull off are incredible. Yeah, I love it there. I love it there. I, I need to go back there. No,
0: and it was such a New York night. So then we we get <sighs> done that. We we're done at that like ten thirty at night, and he's like, "Okay, I have reservations somewhere else now." I'm like, "What's what's going on?" And then we get to the Flatiron Room. Have you been there?
1: No. Oh my god! Is that in Flatiron? Yeah. <laughs> and we
0: come in, and again we were dressed to the nines. He was like 3 suiting, custom from oh, you god. know. And I was, <laughs> he looked And no. I was in my like corseted Jaja War moment. Yeah. And we come in, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's right, the reservation. Right this way." And they lead us through. All of a sudden, the door opens, and it's like out of a a movie. It's like just a woman. Da-da-da, singing jazz like this. And they're up on the stage, and I see this small circular table, like Casablanca style, almost against the stage, and that was our chair. That was our seat. Stop Almost it. on the stage, almost on yes. the stage. And I sit down, and like, welcome to the Flatiron Room. Mm. And this waiter comes over, and he's just so pro, and he's just like, here's our whiskey list. 19-page whiskey list. Jesus. Some whiskeys cost, for a dram of it, like two grand
1: oh yeah i've seen stuff like that Wild, good shit in uh at the speakeasy at the kentucky derby in the steakhouse they have they have like a whole bunch of whiskeys that are like it's like a ten thousand dollar flight it's wild it's crazy so
0: i'm as a as a as a gal who loves lost in translation one of my favorite scenes is bill murray doing very good times you have centauri times like he's doing some japanese commercial and they had a centauri times flight and they had like japanese whiskeys and i was like I love a good Japanese whiskey boo-boo because I don't love that peat shit. I don't like that dry ass when you take the thing and it's like, yeah. like the witches have taken your soul out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like the dementors have sucked the shit out of you. Um, so I was like, ooh, yeah, let's do the Japanese realness. Let's do it. And I did some sort of one. Michael know the name, but he was like, and the waiter's like, I have a bottle of that in my house. It's wonderful. Good job. And then for him, he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, great choice. And my kid picked some peaty, you know, one that I won't love. Yeah. And then they had vegan Yoki for me and all these like things oh. ready to go. And it honestly, we were there till like two in the morning, like maybe three and we just drank whiskey. And I was in, I was inches from this jazz player who she was, this is what I loved about it. It was a trio and she was not just the singer. She was the pianist and she would sell the guys what to do. She'd be like, this next piece I wrote for my mentor Timmy two times the da 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 da, <laughs> da 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 da, and it was like I was Timmy
1: like, two Timmy times.
0: two times Timmy in Tim, and it was like wow I'm like in a film and we just did that for hours. Oh, it was I love so that iconic.
1: I, there used to be a place in the Upper West Side called the Manhattan Cricket Club. Oh, it is Mike RIP. talks about that place. He and I need to have a conversation I mean, about this place. You guys need to talk about it. It was near my apartment. I was so excited to find it because it was like it's it was it still is such a High so my art. thing. And I was like, I'm going to take myself on a date. And I got dressed up to the nines in like all my vintage stuff when it still fit. Mm -hmm. And I took myself to the Manhattan Manhattan Cricket Club. Mm -hmm. It was in this restaurant and you went in, you're like, I want to go upstairs. And they'd be like one moment and they'd like check their little iPads and they'd be like right this way. And they'd open this green leather door and and there's a flight of stairs right in front of it. You'd go upstairs. It used to be an apartment that they converted. And then there was like this black and gold lamé wallpaper with like armchairs and wingbacks and leather yeah. everywhere and chandeliers you could barely see. It was oh, just so good. Yeah. And there was a waitress there who I became friends with. Um, she was at my friend Michael's wedding and sat at my table. It was so funny. I was like, I, I didn't love know the world. You.
0: See, this is why I know there's but, magic in the world.
1: Yes, but when, um, well, and also theater world is very small, also it's but iconic. Like, um, and so is New York. But yeah, like sure. we. I sat down and she walked over to me and she had like all black on like a little sheer top and like Mm. her little red bob, bob hair or whatever. And she was like, hiya, honey, what can I get for you? And Uh, I was like, oh, I was like, I "I am never leaving this place ever. As long as I live, it's, I love shit like that. And I'll tell you the McKittrick. Fuck. I went to, uh, the only big party I went to there was their clue party that they did in the Of 2016 And I spent all the monies To go to this thing And again Threw on all my vintage When it used to fit me And I traipsed my ass Over there For This party And it was I fucking conic like to the point where I hadn't even had a drink yet and I was on such sensory overload from being in there that I felt wasted.
0: Yeah, that's what that place is like. like. I was just
1: like touching the walls like, is this real?
0: Acid in my tongue.
1: For real, it felt that way because they had like the ballroom where like the singing Telegram girls were doing a little jazz set and then there was like the dining room where Neil, Neil Patrick Harris was hosting dinner and then you went outside and they had like this huge ballroom that was like 90 foot ceilings where they had a floor show where there was a guy face down in a fountain and you're like oh funny they put a little dummy in there no 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 that was a human <gasps> who had like an oxygen oh. tube in his mouth laying oh. in there for like an hour what's
0: that stupid what's a magician's name whatever be damned Copperfield yeah David Copperfield be, damn. be damned yeah, the McKittrick like did it, it better yeah. but
1: then like they did this whole floor so show where, where that was Mr. Body in the fountain and he got up during this whole thing, and all the characters from Clue were like, oh, "It's Mr. Body," Cut and like, and Miss Scarlet was like, "He knows all of your secrets. Let's get him." And so they put the strobe lights on, and they like murder him again. He goes back into the fountain. They turn the water red, and he stays there for the rest of the night. And I was like, I Stunts. am so fucked up by this Stunting. whole thing. And i I had other friends that were there too. Um, who... Oh, no, no. He didn't stay there the rest of the night because then he went and did a jazz set. He was, like, wet in his <laughs> suit. Like, like, I singing
0: am bloody it. and R- I'm wet and everything. I and feel bloody. Yeah. It was
1: so bloody. Um, but I had other friends that went there, and they were telling me about all these other rooms. And I was like, how did I miss these rooms? Yeah, I was that's like,
0: what happens there.
1: You just get lost.
0: And sleep no more. I got dragged into a weird parallel. Well, my I, first viewing was so tame and rated G. It was like the little maid's quarters, and she sings and dances. Then I was in a blood sex room, and I was like, what
1: the fuck <laughs> happened? Why did he- like?
0: Why are you all topless and just I bleeding? I thought I
1: went everywhere. I was searching nook and cranny no, to find and it. I missed so much missed shit, it. and yeah. I'm so mad because I wanted to go back.
0: We need to go back. I think that's the sign. I, I don't think this they've is done a taste it. of this is a taste of it. I need to go yeah, back.
1: You can hear how excited I am about this stuff. No, I Mike love loves this the shit. Stuff. He
0: used to go um, back in the day. He used to go to their New Years and stuff. I never, I never went because.
1: Oh, uh, their Max New Year's back then was amazing. But, um, they did they had a Moulin Rouge year one yeah. night one year.
0: Yeah, we need to do that.
1: Yeah, let's we need do to it. Back.
0: We're, we're we're we need to,
1: we that. need to hop on their website. This is like free advertising for them. Yeah,
0: make it, no, I will <laughs> advertise. Them all. Well, welcome to New
1: York, <laughs> where things are magical and they're truly shit magical. Going on. It's so incredible! You, like anywhere outside of the city could never.
0: Yeah, it could never. Um, but the next day, since it was Mike's mom's birthday, almost she was a few days later. We did a dual birthday and the next day, fam fam time, and we saw Doctor Strange Love. Uh, in theaters. Have you seen it? No. Stanley Kubrick. I, Dude, please watch it. Okay. I've, it's one of the funniest, most terrifying things I've ever seen. It's oh about God, the I atomic love. bomb and oh, just watch it. It's like, it's so funny but it's just great. Anyway, so Stanley Kubrick is my muse and hes I've seen everything he's ever directed except Doctor Strange, lover, how I learned to love the atomic bomb and um, I remember hearing it was purposely on black and white that when he was originally writing it it was going to be like a doomsday scary movie but as he was writing it it was so much fun it was so much more fun to make it a comedy that was very dark because it was you were able to digest it and plus, some of the lines are so serious what dummies say at the Pentagon or in the war room or what the president would be like, I'm sorry, but... you know, It's so much funnier that way and it's brillante. Like, brill, 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 brill. So we watched that. Then we did an escape room.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: it was a vampire one. And not only did we fucking blow through that shit, literally, they give you an hour and 33 minutes we had figured it all out. Oh, wow. And I was like, hung over more than I've been in years okay so I'm like I'm like watching Stanley Kubrick my mind is dissected I was drinking whiskey all night you know half my nails were still there my Barbie nails and I was like oh honey she gonna suck on she gonna suck on this vampire one and then we came in and I was like no wait the gems in the eyes equal this That's red blue green that's four there's four gems of that five gems of that six of it was so much fun
1: Crushed I love that it. Got
0: photos were a robe for it because they provided the cloak and then and after love. that, we just got dinner, and it was iconic. It was just a great weekend.
1: I miss having weekends like that. Yeah, New York I haven't magical. had one in a really long time. Well, let's have one. Let's I, let's let's seriously look what's going on at the McKittrick because my birthday is in three weeks. I know. I want to do this. Me too. Okay,
0: done. Sponsored okay. by the McKittrick.
1: Well, we gotta go. We're gonna okay, go we to go. the like McKittrick.
0: Not <laughs> <laughs> as long as I thought. I just looked at it. it's an hour three, so we're, I mean, we're good, good. We're good. No, we're but good.
1: I, I think I it, think it's taco and wine time, and then we'll look at the McKittrick.
0: Taco and wine, and then McKittrick. Um, well, thank you guys for listening in. We're so glad to be to be back together in the same room. Same.
1: Jeez.
0: I mean, just fuck. I needed to be back here. I
1: know. We're I'm so, so, so glad, glad to be you're home. back. Yeah. Who?
0: Oh, the city can slap me around, but I still love her.
1: I know it's Stockholm syndrome.
0: It's, it's, it's BDSM, <laughs> but I'm in. So. Anyway, well, thank you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> don't be a scab. Don't be a scab, and don't forget. Just be a queen.
1: Don't. You better check yourself. <laughs> Before you write yourself or scatter yourself,
0: <laughs> I hate it. Uh, keep the money. Oh my on God. The table. You're so rich. Uh,